Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. This is episode 251. On today's episode, I'm going to start with some updates on the podcast, so we'll get through those, and then I'm going to answer a question that was submitted by a listener, uh, which that will be one of our updates, so I'm excited to dive into this question around injury. So let's get into updates first, all right? So if you're uh, a longtime listener, you know that for a while, you know, we've been posting an episode every single week, um, but now we're going to be pulling that back to two episodes a month. Um, I have some new commitments, kind of a new a new job, a new gig, uh, working with Sac Republic FC, which is our USL team here in Sacramento. So I'm really excited about that. So we will be doing two episodes a month. Uh, the goal is to be doing uh, one solo episode like this, taking your questions, different topics that I'm noticing that you're struggling with. And then the goal is to have a second episode, which will be a guest episode. Uh, so I love doing guest interviews. Uh, so that will be kind of the structure of the episodes going forward. Um, and also make sure you check out the, the show notes. There's going to be lots of important links down there. The first one is the link to submit your question. So like I said, in this episode, we're going to be diving deep into a question that a listener had. So if you have any questions, you can submit your questions anonymously, anything related to confidence, mindset, uh, team dynamics, leadership, anything like that. Um, even coaches, parents can submit as well. Uh, obviously athletes, uh, athletes too. Um, so that's kind of the first update is moving to two episodes a month. The goal is to do those every other week. Um, and then the second update is a new website. All right. So uh, alphagirlconfidence.com as of January 31st will be no longer. Uh, it will now be shayhado.com. I am massively, massively simplifying so many things in my life and in the business right now. So uh, the the new episode, or sorry, the new website link will be in the show notes below. It's shayhado.com. Uh, it's something that I built from scratch. It's it's very simple. Um, my goal, I, like I said, is to keep things simple. Um, I'm going to add more as I go. So as you go look at that, um, you'll find the podcast there. There's mostly stuff related to team, working with teams right now. So when you go there, you will not find um, anything right now on programs as far as groups go or one-on-ones. If you want one-on-one support, uh, the best way to do that is to email me. But again, that's very limited right now. So go check out the new website, um, shayhado.com. Um, let's see. And then I think that's all the updates I got for you for now. Um, so if you have any questions about some of these changes, uh, please let me know. You can email me um, at shay at alphagirlconfidence.com. There'll also be a new email with the new website, which is shay at shayhado.com. Either one of those will work. Um, so yeah, let's get into today's episode. So this question was submitted um, from Peyton. So I'm not going to give a last name, but thank you for submitting your question, Peyton. So I'm going to read her question and then we'll get into it. Okay. So Peyton asks, I'm injured right now and it's my first high school season and I'll be back hopefully soon, but I'm nervous about my skill level, fitness level, and confidence. Could you talk about how to catch up again with these things and get your confidence back? Not just confidence in playing, but also confidence to play without the fear of getting hurt again. Beautiful question, Peyton. I know I've done episodes, you know, kind of talking about some of this stuff in the past, but I really want to dive deep into your question. So today's episode is going to be pretty meaty 
on the um, on the kind of while you're injured, but also the return to play. And realize too, um, you know, anyone that's listening that's injured, the the fear you have about you know going back to your sport. Are you going to be slow? Are you going to be a little bit rusty? Are you going to struggle with your confidence? Like those are all all normal fears, and especially the fear of like getting hurt again. Like I've been there, tore my ACL when I was twelve, had another surgery in high school, had another surgery in college. So I've been there. I'm really, really good at being injured. Uh, but let's dive into this stuff. So I want to first kind of start out with how to put yourself in the best position to come back while you're injured. So I'm not sure exactly what where you are at your, in your injury process, Peyton. Um, but I want to talk about when you're kind of in the middle of it, the beginning of it, um, like here's what to do to put yourself in a position to feel confident and to be in the best shape possible to get back. All right, so the number one thing, and this is more of um, a, a, a mental health, a kind of an overall wellness kind of thing, is when you are injured, right, especially if your identity is attached to your sport, it can take a real hit on like your mental well-being, right? Because you're not playing your sport. You're like, who am I? I have no purpose in life. And that was me when I was 12, right? So my first piece of advice is to do something that you enjoy outside of your sport, Maybe you already have hobbies that you enjoy, like really spend more time doing those things. And if you don't, like try to find new hobbies. It doesn't have to be anything sports related. It could literally be, it could be anything. But my encouragement to you is to find something that you enjoy. Find something that you find passion, find joy, and find purpose in outside of your sport. Uh, And that's just going to help you, number one, like be able to get through it more mentally and not just be trying to rush back too quickly. But also number two, it's going to help you to be a more well-rounded person to have your identity less wrapped up in your sport and just kind of develop more as like a human being. So find something outside your sport that you can, that you can adopt, that you can start to love, that you can start to put a little bit of passion and purpose into. All right. The next thing, and this is like a really, really big one, and that is to stay engaged with the team as much as possible as you can while you're injured. So just because you're injured doesn't mean you're not a part of the team. And I know this is one of the hardest things. You know, when I was injured, when I talked to girls that are injured, they're like, you know what, I'm I'm injured and I feel like I feel like I'm just invisible now. Like I feel like I'm not a part of the team. And that's such a huge thing. So do what you can to stay engaged with the team. If you were healthy, you're going to the practices. So if you're injured, you're going to the practices, unless you have like physical therapy and stuff like that, like that probably takes precedence, but go to every single practicing game that you can go to the meetings, go to any off the court or off the field activities, any team activities, do what you can to find a way to be helpful, right? Like when you're an, an active, healthy athlete, you have a role, you have a specific role in your position, you have a specific role on your team. Same thing when you're injured. Just because you're injured, it doesn't mean that you don't have a role. Your role just looks a lot different now, right? That role could be helping the coach set up and take down practice. It could be helping the coach, um, not even helping the coach, but just like being involved in in, um, learning more about the game. Like maybe it's asking your coach if you can... If you can kind of sit in on, um, you know, some of the, the the planning of practices, if that's something you're interested in, right? Find a way to be helpful. Maybe it's helping a teammate that you see is struggling and you can kind of be that person now that you're kind of in a spot where you can observe. Maybe there's someone that's struggling a little bit and you can kind of sit back, observe them and give feedback to them. Uh, not unsolicited feedback, right? Ask permission to give that feedback. 
but there's so many different things you can do. And like the simplest things is like, make yourself useful. Like, you know how to make yourself useful. So make yourself useful. Don't just sit there and sit way removed from the drill. Like stand next to the coach on the sideline, shag the balls, pick up the cones, give out pennies, hand out water, like do whatever you can to be useful. Even if you think like it's not a big deal, like number one, people will appreciate it. Number two, it'll make you make you feel like you actually have a purpose on the team with whatever kind of way you choose to be useful. So that's a huge one, all right? Um, the, the, the next one is a little bit more of like a, a mindset one, and then we'll go to a physical one. But this mindset one is like realizing that yes, injuries suck in the moment. They're hard mentally, they're hard physically, not only hard when you're going through it, but hard when you're coming back from it, right? But realize that that injury could be the thing that really builds your resilience, really builds your strength mentally and physically. For me, looking back, you know, I would say that the injuries that I had was the best things that ever happened to me. Physically, I had to completely change the way I play it, so I had to become a different player. Um, mentally, I became so much stronger. I learned how to deal with adversity. And honestly, the adversity lasted so long, so it was hard to see at the time how it was helpful. But the adversity lasted for so long for me because uh, I didn't have any tools, resources like this to where, like, if I didn't get injured, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you on this podcast today. I probably wouldn't be, you know, helping girls uh, with their confidence. And so for me, looking back at the time, one of the best, the worst things that happened to me turned out to be one of the best things that happened to me. And that was kind of a quote that I've heard a, a while ago was, what if the worst thing that happened to you ended up being the best thing that ever happened to you? And so that's just a really powerful mindset shift that you can have is that it'll help you kind of get out of that that darkness that you feel if you're kind of feeling like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but it'll just help you throughout your process of returning to play and just help you to, you know, be stronger after, build more resilience, and to see the positive even in, in a negative situation, which is such an important skill to have in life, all right? And then the last one as far as what to do when you're kind of beginning middle is do everything you can to stay in shape because one of the hardest things about coming back to play is like getting in shape. I don't know about you, but I hate getting in shape. It's horribly difficult, right? I hate it, right? So do what you can to stay in shape. Let's say that you tore your ACL, right? Let's say that you tore your ACL. Can you still do things with your upper body? Can you still do things with your opposite leg? Can you still, you're obviously going to be doing a lot of work on that leg that's injured, but do what you can to stay in shape. Sometimes you have to get a little bit creative, but I don't want you to have this mindset of like, oh, I'm injured, so I can't do anything. Like, yes, you can. You can still get strong. You can still work on your cardio. You just have to get a little bit creative and, you know, like maybe ask for more support, ask for more help um, from, you know, physical therapists, from coaches, from parents, as far as like, what can I do to try to stay in shape as best as I can? And realize too, that even when you do that stuff, you're still going to be a little bit out of shape, of course, right? You haven't played your sport in six months, nine months, whatever it is, but just do those little things. Um, and that was one of the biggest regrets I had when I was 12 years old and going through this, um, was that I didn't take my physical therapy serious enough. And granted as a 12 year old, I don't blame myself, but I didn't take it seriously enough. <clears throat> I didn't realize the consequences of not taking it seriously enough. Um, and so if I could go back and, and change something from that time, as far as how I went through my injury, it would have been like, take physical therapy more seriously, work on getting strong in other areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, 
um, and just try to stay, stay in shape as much as possible. All right. So now I want to shift. Um, I know there's a lot on this episode, but I want to shift now to more of the uh, return to play phase. So this is uh, you're at the end of your healing journey. You're getting closer to, you know, returning to play, whatever that timeline looks for you. But you, you, you know, kind of what phase you're in, right? So the first thing on return to play and how you can kind of come back, uh, you know, feeling strong, feeling confident, kind of not, not scared of, of getting hurt again. Uh, number one is a, as a mental exercise you can do, which I would do this throughout your whole injury process. And even when you're healthy is to visualize, right? There's been so many studies of, um, I've used one in my email newsletter recently where it was about piano players, where they had a set of piano players um, actually practice the piano, learn the scales. Um, I think that's the right word. Learn the scales, learn the notes. Um, and then they had another group where they just visualized it. So they, they visualized playing the notes, the scales, they visualized performing. And the difference was like minimal between the people that actually practice and the people that just visualized it, like they actually performed just as well. Um, and so the same studies have been done about free throw shooting and basketball, like everything, right? So visualize, visualize yourself out there playing, visualize yourself, not just playing, but like, how do you feel? Like one of the keys with visualization that I think most people get wrong is they don't feel into it. They could just see it with their, with their mind. But if you can feel into your body, like, how does it feel to be out there again, playing, like feel that excitement? How does it feel to go win a tackle? How does it feel to hit your first three pointer? right? Like really visualize how it feels to feel strong, to be excited, to be out there on the field again. And don't just do this once. Like it's got to be a practice. If you do it once, it's going to feel great for a couple minutes, but it's not going to do anything long-term, right? So I would start to develop this practice now where you are kind of building up your visualization. Start with practices, um, then kind of go to games, but visualize the details of it visualize the feelings of it and just get really um, disciplined with developing a visualization practice, which is going to help you um, just not be as rusty, but it's going to help you mentally as well to kind of like be ready to go um, as soon as you kind of lace the boots for the first time. All right. Uh, next thing is, is about, I want to kind of dive into the uh, fear of getting injured, kind of two big pieces here. Number one is you got to, you got to trust your body. You got to listen to your body. Uh, this may be an unpopular opinion or, or, you know, I think a lot of parents might agree with me here, but if your doctor or your physical therapist says you're ready, but you don't feel ready, not just because you're like a little bit nervous. Like if you're a little bit nervous, that's one thing, but if you don't feel ready, if you're, if you're you just in your gut, you're like, Oh, it just, something isn't right. Like my knee doesn't feel right. Like, I just feel like I'm not ready yet. I feel like I need a little more time. Trust that. Because your parents aren't in your body, your doctor's not in your body, you have to trust your body and you have to listen to your body. That doesn't mean that you're like, oh, I'm never going to be ready because I'm just nervous. Like, no, that you're not going to do that. But you got to listen to your body because only you know when you're ready to come back, when you feel strong, how hard you can go and understand too that like a lot of times the fear of getting injured is like that you, you have this expectation that you're going to go from not playing for nine months to all of a sudden stepping on the field and like going a million percent. Like that's not going to happen. There's going to be a ramp up period, right? There's going to be a period of you like, all right, first practice back, you're doing non-contact, 
right? Maybe you do that for a couple weeks. All right, you feel good with that. Now you're gonna go into contact, but you're gonna wear a different penny so that your, your teammates know not to go in hard and tackle you, right? Like there's gonna be like a ramp up period. So, so and if there's not a ramp up period, I would have a conversation with your coach, your physical therapist, at least that's how it was when I played. And that helped me to feel more comfortable going back as opposed to like, all right, let loose, like you're good. And if you feel good to go full bore, like sure, go for it. But again, you gotta trust your body. You gotta listen to your body. Okay. Um, and, and, and trust too, that what you've done in physical therapy and what you've done visualizing and just, you know, improving in other ways, like that preparation will help you to be more confident, like trust that you've put in the work to be, to be in a spot where you're going to excel when you step back onto the field or court. Okay. And then the other thing with fear of getting injured, it's like, like, that's always a risk whether you're the healthiest person in the world or not, like there's always a risk of getting injured. You could be the strongest like player in the world. Like there's always a risk of getting injured, but you can't let that fear hold you back, right? And the more fear you have and the more scared you are of it, the more focused you are on it and the more focused you are on getting, not getting injured, the more likely you are to get injured, right? Like it's like, instead of focusing on not getting injured, can we focus on being healthy, right? It's so subtle, but it's, we're focusing on the positive rather than avoiding the negative. So anytime you notice like thoughts and, and, you know, of like, oh, I'm scared I'm going to get injured. Anytime you notice those, those, those fearful thoughts or those doubt thoughts coming in, just, just notice it, be aware of it, right? Say, no, thank you. I don't need you. And then put your energy, your focus, your attention, your feeling instead on how you want to feel, how on, on how healthy you are, right? Like put your energy, put your focus on strength and on health, not on not getting injured. Okay. This is a huge one. And this was anything in your life. This is with anything, like instead of being focused on what you don't want, focus on what you do want. Okay. And realize that it's always a risk. If you get injured again, yeah, it sucks, but guess what? You've been through it. You're going to get stronger from it right? It's, it's very likely that you're going to have multiple injuries in your career. The longer you play, that may happen. Um, but just realize with each one, you're going to get stronger. And the more you play afraid, the more likely you're going to get injured. So if you can just put that aside, know that it's a risk, but know that like you're healthy, you're strong, you've done what you can do, you've prepared your body for this, then that's all you can do. Then you just go play, you know, without letting your mind kind of, you know, scare you, right? Um, and then the last thing, or maybe not, I, I, I kind of got a lot of things on this, so hopefully it's not too overwhelming. But as I was thinking about this, there are just so many things we can dive into. I told you it was going to be a meaty episode. A meaty episode. Um, second thing, or third thing, or whatever we're on, is to trust the process. And I kind of talked about this with the ramp up, but know that you're going to be out of shape. Know that it's going to be a pretty tough month or so when you come back to get in shape to be on the same level of your teammates. You're going to have to work harder than your teammates. Like, to be honest, you're going to have to work harder than them. You're going to have to put in more hours. You're going to have to suffer more than your teammates because you got to get back to a point where you can run for 90 minutes or, you know, however long it is that you're, you're playing, right? So know that it's going to take some time to, to, to get to that point, but it's part of the process, right? So try to enjoy it as much as possible. And then with the being rusty too, the skills, you're going to be a little bit rusty, but honestly, that was one of the easier things for me. Um, getting back in shape was really hard. 
but it kind of was like riding a bike as far as the the rust part like yeah it was a little rusty my touch was a little slow a little off that kind of thing um but it's something i think that if you work on it, it it'll come back pretty quickly but just know that there will be some rust there don't get frustrated with yourself um, just be kind to yourself through this process. You're not going to be the same exact player from day one that you were. Uh, you you may be the same player. You you may be a better player. Or like me, you may have to completely change the way you play. Either way, uh, just be kind to yourself because this is a it's a difficult journey. Um, so give yourself grace and give yourself the the time to go through the process uh, without feeling rushed and without feeling like you have this expectation on yourself or this pressure to to get back to where you were. Like it's going to take some time. All right. And with that is like seek support, like find, find coaches, find mentors, find teammates that can support you through this. Find someone maybe on your team or a mentor that's been through the injury process before that knows kind of how you feel. Um, you know, a therapist, whatever, like find someone that you can talk to that you can support or that can support you that you can lean on, um, as you're kind of going through this process, whether it be again from day one of your injury, or you're about to step back on the field, um, just find support. Like for me, I just, I didn't have that. I didn't seek it out. And that was really hard. So I would encourage you to seek support throughout the whole injury process. All right. And the last thing I'll leave you with here, um, is to have fun and just be grateful for being back playing, right? Like enjoy every moment. Like even when you're injured and you're doing therapy and it sucks, like try to be grateful for that moment. Try to be grateful for your, your body's ability to heal, right? And when you're back on the field, I know it's it's going to be a little bit scary to start, um, but be grateful that you're like, oh my gosh, it's been nine months, it's been six months, it's been three months, whatever. Like how cool is it that I'm back on the field playing? Like it's it feels so good. Like, yeah, I'm a little bit rusty. I'm a little bit out of shape but I'm just so grateful and excited to be back on the field, right? Like the, the whole injury, you're just like, I want to get back. I want to get back. I want to get back. And now you're finally back. So enjoy that because I, not to be morbid or anything, but at the end of the day, like you don't know when your next game will be. You don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. Like no one is promised tomorrow, uh, whether that be it's in your sport or in your life, Right. So like just have fun and enjoy your health, enjoy being able to be back on the field and enjoy the process um, because at the end of the day, it's all about the process. There is no destination. So enjoy it as much as you can. Uh, I hope this episode was helpful for you and for anyone that's kind of going through any kind of injury. I know it's difficult, but try to find the positive. Re-listen to this episode, save this episode. This is by far the, the most in-depth episode I've ever done around injury. So I hope it was helpful for you. Again, make sure you check out the show notes um, for the form if you have any questions. And I'm going to go deeper since we are only doing two episodes a month. I want to take everything and go a little bit deeper on them. So please submit your questions, parents, coaches, athletes. Um, there's a Google form, super simple. And then check out the new website, especially if you're a coach and you want support with your team. That's going to be uh, more of the focus this year in 2024 is working with teams. So make sure you go check out that. Reach out to me if you have any questions. And I look forward to seeing you guys in February uh, for our next episode. All right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.